Did we? How are we doing with uh, music? Can't hear. Ah, oh, yes, I hear yeah. me. Okay. Well, we're listening to music. Say something. We're listening to yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, we're on the air. Give me a little closer. Yeah, we're okay. on the air. You know. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I what kind of I'm air? Kind of, um, hot air. Music yes. is 101 and more. Hot air. In the very, very deep background, I think <clears throat> you may hear "Don't Let Love Down" by Rob Fusari. That's good. And uh, Rob is a good friend of the show. We should tell you what the show is that he is a good friend of in that show. Yes, called... because soon we're going to have a new promo. That's right. Next we're week. A very good promo. A promo for the radio show that is called Music Biz 101 and More. On and Bra more. That's right. And more on Brave New Radio. And that's all we're saying. We're just saying Brave New Radio. We're not saying WP 88.7. We're not saying WPSC. We're just saying Brave New Radio. Right. We're not going to say 88.7 We're not going to say 88.7 FM. We're not going to say WPSC. That's right. Hyphen FM. We're not going to say this because it's all about the brave new radio. It's about the braveness, about being bold. This show is the boldest show in the history of shows. And um, <laughs> you have over there on uh, my left, your right, listeners, uh, Dr. Esteban Marconi. We'll All right. Thank you on. very, very much. He's a tremendous individual. Tremendous yes. individual. Great, great, great man. Hall of Fame in Syracuse. So how's the semester going? It's never been better. Really? Yeah. By the way, sitting uh, to your left, my right, our listeners center, is uh, Ashley Weltner, who is the producer-engineer of the show. Yes. Ashley Weltner, producer-engineer of the show, Music Biz 101 and more, Brave New Radio, 8.7 nice. WPSC on the FM dial. And uh, sitting between you and I, but also in the middle of our listeners, is a wonderful person. Her name is Kellen Barnes, her student mm -hmm. co-host tonight, mm -hmm. Kellen Barnes. Yes. Kellen is the first ever Warner Music Group college rep. For Wayne and William Patterson University. That's right. So we wanted to have her on and briefly tell us exactly what you do. So what I do is I basically promote these kind of lesser-known artists um, in the William Patterson area. Um, try to figure out what their fan base would be like if this is a good market for them to perform in and to promote their stuff in. Um, it's a lot of fun. I, I really dig it. I like the new material I get like every two weeks. I get. And pretty much, honestly, daily, I get new art, new stuff all the time. And it's a two-semester position. She gets yep. paid minimum wage. That's that's great. And <laughs> who are you pushing now? Um, this week I have Macklemore. His new album drops on Friday. Mm -hmm. um, Sleeping with Sirens. They just released a new music video on Monday for their song Legends, which was awesome, legendary, I would say. Mm. Um, it's great. Listen to her. I know. Mm -hmm. I try. I <laughs> learn from the best. Um, and then we have Lights. She is dropping a new album and a new tour coming up here in a couple weeks. Um, she dropped a new uh, single, I want to say, last week. It's doing pretty well on Spotify, so loving it. Great. Well, speaking of Spotify, yeah. we're going to be talking a lot of Spotify we are. tonight. Because we have a guest. His name is Ryan Starr. I almost said Ryan Barnes. Oh, that's, that's after yeah. the marriage. And who Ryan is that? Ryan Starr. 
is a former Atlantic Records artist, Island Records Island. artist, mm -hmm. and now he is the co-founder of Station Head, which is an app available on our iPhones. He will call in shortly, uh, based in Long Island or New York City. So we'll see what happens with that. Before he calls in, why don't we give a couple thanks? Thanks to the folks at Van Dyne Bruno Inc. and White Hat Management. You see, with artists like Charlie Puth, Dave Matthews, and Kiss, there's only one place to go for your band's business management. You want to go to VB hyphen cpa.com when it's good for you. Thanks again to Rob Fusari for supplying the background music. Mm -hmm. And then we should mention, uh, you sign up for our newsletter. You'll get a uh, newsletter twice a week, every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 3.30 on the Eastern Standard Time, also in the afternoon on the Wednesdays of our radio shows called Music Biz 101 More on Brave New Radio 80.7 WPSC. That's us. That's right. Sign up for newsletter, musicbiz101wp.com. Follow us on the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook, the book at musicbiz101wp. And, of course, the sound, the podcast is available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Right. The podcast, by the way, Kellen, is called Music Biz 101 and more. There she goes. I only had I to mouth it to her it. once. Um, we're going to thank right now Paul Sinclair for securing our guest for us. Paul Sinclair, mm -hmm. our good friend, a massive VP. Of the, I think he's one of the only VPs of the Warner Music Group. He's at Atlantic Records, but he hooked us up <laughs> with um, them. And then Marconi Yes. What happened on 6-6? Six, six? Yes, 6-6. Six, six. That was something, wasn't it? That was a tremendous day for yes, all of us. Yes, we launched the sixth edition of Managing Your Band, which is available on Amazon and on BNN and on... Backwing. 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 Back That's the cheapest place, isn't it? Yes. Backwing. And I'm going to tell you... Right now, if you go to the web address, sorry, it's called backwingstore.com. Mm -hmm. Type in managing your band, and you can get it for $23.94 American. Wow. What'd you say? Oh, we're not allowed to uh, tell people about that? Don't do anything we just said. Right. Do not go to that website. <laughs> do not pay any attention. No, to managing your band. No, no, don't no. do that. Um, but we should say that any profits that we get from the book, we actually give back to the William state Patterson. Of, uh, yes, the state of New Jersey. Yes. And in this case, we do donate to the music department scholarship. Right. So don't think we're actually doing this so that we can make uh, oodles of money, which of which actually I do own a Lamborghini now because no, of many. We will not be. Sixth edition. We will not be Don Passman. Yes. And it looks like Ryan Starr has called in. Ryan, can you hear us? Wait. I can absolutely hear you guys there we go the feedback though yeah is that on our end we just have do you have feedback on your end ryan star i don't have feedback would you like me to recall in would that help do you think he should recall in yeah could you recall in real quick that may work no problem total recall yeah. thank you thank yeah. you ryan star goodbye and that was ryan star everybody okay that's that was you, great that's you run a radio show yeah and you notice we don't have feedback no the feedback is gone so, and that's great feedback that we're giving ourselves right now. True. Right. Yeah. So hopefully that will be solved. While he, is he coming back? Did he already call back? He just hit redial. Yeah, I'm in again. Okay. Feedback. Let's see. Yeah. It's, it's better than it was. Yes, it's, it's better than it was. You know, and Ryan, it's not you, it's us. It's us. Remember that. <laughs> I've said that before. Now, because it's better, should we just try one more time? I hate, I, I know what that feels like when... The feedback, and you're going to think I'm crazy, but I'm not. Like, you know, should I try one more time? No, I think we got it. Yeah, it right. actually found, sounds okay. good. Yeah. You sound yeah, wonderful. Thanks. Okay. You have a golden well, throat. I, I, 
perfect for I, radio. I, I, I understand your pains with technology not working sometimes the way you want it to, so I, I want to make it easy. All right. Well, why would that be? Are you involved, Ryan Starr, in some sort of technology that you'd like to tell us about? Oh, man. I, I'm a musician. It's the ultimate cliche of the, the, the generation. Musician turned uh, startup guy, right? Yep. Uh, so, uh, indeed, yeah, I've, 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 I know audio quite well now uh, on, right. on the stage and now in the phones. So uh, how did it come about? What get, What was that moment that gave you the spark to really think moment, about this the moment was actually um the spark was a few years back uh three and a half years ago at the bowery ballroom in new york city which is a, a really rad premier place to play music in, in new york and uh, i had a record release show uh for my album called angels and animals which is this really cool record i got to make and um i was getting together with my like genius, visionary, technology, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll say nerd, but I like mm -hmm. being a little more kind about it. My friend from junior high, his name is Jace, and our lockers were <laughs> a few lockers over from each other on Long Island all those years ago, right? Yeah. And, um, and he got together with me after the show, and the joke was, uh, you know, it's not so funny, but like the bill came, and we were splitting the bill. And it was, uh, this is dinner after the show, and he's going... What the... Can I curse on this? Uh, I'm not sure. No. Okay, no. what the F? Yeah. <laughs> what the F? Uh, you know, I just came from your sold-out show at the Bowery Ballroom. I saw, you near the, I saw you on the Tonight Show a few days earlier. I, I hear your song on the radio. I've seen you on TV. Where is the crystal? Where are the, <laughs> the ladies? And, like, why am I paying for dinner here with my friend, my rock star friend? <laughs> and it was there when I kind of dropped the ball on him of, like, Yo, the, the music industry is very different than like kind of what we signed up for back in the day when compact discs were everywhere and people were spying a lot of music. And I said, this is a real a stranger world. Yeah, I've hit a lot of markers as a musician that have made me satisfied and getting out there to the world. But yeah, it really hasn't. You know, the business is a different business, and it's a fraction of of what it was as far as the the, the, the pool being dried up of money. Um, and this is three and a half years ago. This is before now where we are, where it's starting to get healthy again. But mm -hmm. you know my first gig that he was actually at when I was 15 years old at CBGB's back in the day, <laughs> um, you know, it, it was just a long way since then, right? We, I had to like survive and navigate through that Napster generation and the internet and all these things that kind of devalued music for so long. And it was at that time where I sat with my genius friend and said, what do I do? This is where I'm making money and I have a kid coming and I got to figure out my life and you know, yeah, you, you just mentioned all these great markers that I've hit, but there's got to be more. And I'm not the only one going through this, right? Mm -hmm. So I showed him I was making money in the experience of music, you know, engaging with my fans in a really special way, whether it's a live show or special stuff. And then also I was noticing there was money in streaming. Like a lot of artists weren't aware of this yet, and the world wasn't talking about it. The streaming was going to ruin the industry. And sure enough, now we know it's saving it. But at that time, I was like, there's, there's money there. How do we get more people streaming music? How do we get more people listening to my music so I could even make more money? And uh, how, do we, how do we create a really cool experience on top of this awesome technology that finally has come? Uh, that combined with the dream that I've had since I'm a kid, since I saw a movie called Pump Up the Volume uh, mm -hmm. with Christian Slater. He's a pirate radio DJ. You guys get it. You're right. pirate radio. 
And uh, basically, I've always wanted to have a station and talk to my fans from the road or wherever, walking down the street. And from that, he said, I could build you that. And I could build it right here, embracing this industry called streaming. And we can get everyone to win here. Um, and with that was the invention of something called Station Head, which is, you know, what brings me here today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is Station Head to the novice person who doesn't... Sure, sure. Yeah, which is, everyone's still, right? Like, we're, we're still in a private invite beta mode. And mm -hmm. what Station Head is, is it allows anybody to have their own station from their phone, from the palm of their hand, basically. It runs 24-7, even if you're not on your phone, even if it's off. Your fans and friends can listen. And at any moment, you could pick up and engage and talk on air with them like we're doing now. You could talk live to them around the world. You can call other people up uh, on the air. And you can play whatever you want, whenever you want. Um, and the coolest thing about this for the music industry is that every listener listening counts as an individual stream. Mm -hmm. So if I got 10 people listening to me play one of my songs, for example... That's 10 streams. And if I'm Taylor Swift and I have a million people listening and I play, you know, a Ryan Starr song, <laughs> that's a million streams. Mm -hmm. And that equals money and that equals influence and trends and viral charts and all that good stuff. So we really believe we built a social network on top of where the music industry makes its money. And that's just really exciting. And beyond that, it's just exciting because on our platform, you, you know, you can, there's no FCC. We could say anything we want. We'd like to say you could talk hard. <laughs> mm -hmm. So any record labels approached you uh, to buy it? To buy it, uh, our, our conversations really are right now, you know, we have big delusional, we're still those kids, you know, at those lockers mm -hmm. trading Metallica tablature books and Nirvana books, and, mm -hmm. we're, and we're still crazy enough to believe that this is this is big. And, 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 and when you open up people's voices and you let people talk and listen to each other again, through music, we believe in this beautiful experience. So, yeah, we're not really talking about the idea of being bought. We're talking about the, the idea of, you know, finding early partners that in, in in this and believe in the vision of, like we say, turn the world on. We we we, we believe that this kind of be bigger than than just us selling a company really quickly. So we're really in this for the long haul to, mm -hmm. to get it out the world and get people excited about listening to music together again you know i love playlists i love like knowing what people are curating and checking it out like a mixtape but it's i'm in my silo i'm alone you know i'm alone doing it mm -hmm. and this station head experience puts you together with with people again and puts the conversation and the stories back into music and that's what's really exciting for me mm -hmm. and you do have relationships with republic records and atlantic is it or island? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, so as a musician, I mean, I know you guys know your music and like, as, as but a I, music I, guy, I mean, as Station Head, Station, doesn't Station Head have some sort of relationships with? Yeah, uh, yeah, labels? Station Head. We we already have partnerships with uh, a good number of labels, um, and and it, and it also comes from me being in the business a while. You know, I've been on I've, I've, as an artist, I've I've had four major record label deals, and I don't say that to brag. I say that to tell you like what I've been through, mm -hmm. like the hell I've been through as an artist. I mean, that's not. That's not fun, <laughs> uh, you know, having your dreams kind of come and go in different iterations and different companies. But along the way, I made really good uh, contacts uh, and I've made really good loyal friends over the years. And um, these are the people that are going to help bring this vision uh, out there to the world. 
Um, so I also learned a lot about the business and, and where it was missing for someone like me. You know, I, I took my own song to radio a few years ago, and I went broke doing it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, there's no world where I want to live where a musician like myself has to put his whole family in jeopardy just for the potential, just for the, just for like the, the possibility mm-hmm. of getting to the starting line to get his music heard. Mm-hmm. That, that was really devastating. Uh, the only thing that makes me okay with that now is that Station Head was born from that letdown. Right. So how, uh, how are you going to monetize this for Station Head? We got to make money. <laughs> nah, well, I guess you don't. Around. You've been in it for so many years and you haven't made, made money. money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so look, the, the, the first step is, and this is a startup, right? So we've had really incredible people invest in, mm-hmm. in the belief of the dream. And some people came on really early when this was very much a dream. And it was, it, it was that we were going to build this. My partner, Jace, built this. You know, we bootstrapped it in the beginning. He built it in his apartment, which we still actually work in. Uh, we like to say that he uh, turned his home into the office, so now he works there, but he's homeless. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, yeah, we, we strapped it in the beginning, and for a year he built this prototype, and the prototype worked. And what it did was it completely disrupted and, 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 and transformed what, what a traditional broadcast would be defined as, or because we're not a transmitting entity, Right. Uh, we don't need the AM, FM waves anymore or satellites to do what we're doing because we live in 2017. So we, he created this very unique technology that w- went out and we were able to get investors to believe in that real thing that we were able to put in their hands and, and show them. Um, and as far as monetizing, you know, as we get larger, um, there's, some, there's some ways already that we're starting to see some flow. But the truth is we're going to build this big and we're going to, we're going to figure out what to do with it with, with, with a lot of people that are going to, are going to, you know, fall in love with a tech like this. You, you did get, uh, one thing I read was, uh, initially $1.3 million of seed funding to help you out. So you were able to get some people. And then I know you have Benji Rogers, who's been on the show, this show before Amazing. and Joe Conyers, yeah. the third, who's been on our show from downtown music publishing. <laughs> um, you got yeah, them involved. Guy. Yeah. They're, they're right. awesome guys. And then, Steve Van Zant and uh, Jeff Pulver of yeah. Vonage. Oh, yeah. e- explain how you got those relationships. Explain how you were able to raise the $1.3 million and how involved you were oh, versus sure. your partners and all that. Yeah, sure. Um, well, from the beginning, you know, he was the tech guy. He was like the music guy. And I mean, uh, he, he was, uh, the, you know, the, 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 the tech guy kind of creating the vision there. Um, and, and yeah, I had the music experience. Uh, our early advisors kind of mirrored that same that same uh, parallel, right? Like, like, like Jeff Pulver being such a such a tech guy and, and a part of Vonage and kind of what he what he did and, and he actually wrote the Pulver order, which kept telecommunication companies offline. Uh, you know, because of him is part of the reason we're able to do this. Um, so we had an advisor in him. I knew him through the years. Jeff's a big music fan. He's always very kind to artists. Uh, he, if you talk to him he's a very loving you know you probably got a hug from him at one point in your life which is very special um so he came on to help in the beginning he gave us gave us incredible wisdom of how to how to do this how to architect this how to scale this um and he also gave us the great wisdom to get an in-house team um you know what we were building because no one's done what we're doing uh before we weren't able to go online and just kind of rip some code we needed an in-house team that we could trust 
so that was the great wisdom that he gave to us. Uh, and then on the other side, uh, and, and by the way, it's worth noting that the, the lead developer of, of Station Ed is my lead guitar player from <laughs> six years on the road together. Wow. In the, we traded in that Vantage trailer for the new Vantage trailer uh, of Station Ed. So um, the other, on the other idea, on the rock star side, uh, Steve Van Zandt, who's a visionary man. I mean, I've known him for you know, probably 10 years now. Uh, his wife came to one of my shows. Uh, she dragged him out. They, they enjoyed what they saw, and we became really close friends. And he became kind of a mentor to me. And not only is he a historian, a rock and roll historian, and been there literally firsthand, uh, part of really incredible uh, things in music, but um, a lot of people don't know this. Like, he sold the first original program show to Netflix. He, he, he went to Netflix and said, you, you, you should be releasing, you know, TV like people do albums, you know, all at once. Uh, and, and, and his show, Lilyhammer, was the first original program Netflix show. And I'll never forget it because I went home that day and talked to my wife and I, and I said, man, I feel so bad for Stevie. Like, he went from HBO and like this to this like DVD mail order company like that's struggling right now. This is, I feel so bad. <laughs> Little did we know, Netflix is, you know, boom. Uh, so Stevie was very cool because he's a visionary. And he has the dream. He has a station on Sirius XM. I mean, it's a great station. He's big enough as an influencer and a rock star to be offered such a cool thing. And the truth was they never asked me if I wanted a station and they never asked Jace for sure uh, <laughs> if he wanted one. And that's why we built Station Ed. We believe that that experience, that, that, that idea of putting voice and some punk rock music together is something that we could democratize and, and let anybody, some kid in high school could be the next Howard Stern is our philosophy. <laughs> now you, uh, I know you're in beta mode, but uh, how many people are using station head right now cool yeah so we're, we're in a private invite right now um and that's served us in a few ways obviously we le we're learning some really cool behaviors uh of, of the early users mm -hmm. um and we were um tech wise we're ready we're, we're, we're scaled and ready to move but uh it's been nice keeping it here while we build the version two because there's obvious you know version one there's obvious pain points you got to get it out at some point there's that old saying right like uh if, if, if you're not mortally embarrassed by your beta, you waited too long. <laughs> so we got it out there, and it's been really, really cool. Um, so we were able to kind of home in on, on, on the pain points, which we've implemented into the version 2 that's coming in a few weeks. Um, and the other cool things is the behaviors that have been kind of blowing my mind because we built this as, like, I wanted a station, and cool, I'm going to, like, play Pearl Jam, tell them how I changed my life, and then I'm going to play a song and then like talk about it and call a fan up or whatever that to me was what i thought station it would be i didn't realize how other people would use it and that's what's been blowing my mind uh this week we had a slew of comedians come on and they're like just trying out material with other comedians it's been really cool mm. um uh another example is this guy he's a chef he's like a d level he would say g level i say i call him an a level he's awesome but he's like a lesser known celebrity chef he comes on the app. We gave him like 20 invite codes, but then he made his own friends on the app. The, the other users found him, and he's a really funny guy. And one day, he's a, he's a, he used to be a pro wrestler, so he had a friend that was in the hospital from pain pills addiction, and it was like a really serious thing. And, I, and I'm on 22nd Street here in New York, and I hear him. I, I tune into his cast because I get an alert to my phone saying, you know, this guy's on. And I hear him like really being serious. Usually he's a really funny guy. And he paused the music, 
And, uh, well, actually, at the time, we didn't have a pause button. So he was playing Butch Walker 15 minutes of silence. <laughs> so he could talk over, which is great. That's how, like, we learn our features, right? You, li- you look at, like, what the people are doing, and that was one of them. Like, we need a pause button because Butch Walker's song was the most popular yeah. song on station. Ed. People love talking over silence in between songs. So he's having this moment, and he's just like, I don't know what to say. I, you know, my friend this, and he's asking for advice. And people in the chat room are blowing it up. They're like, giving him so much love. There was so much positive energy flowing his way. Mm. And he started, like, cheering up. And I'm listening to this going, what is happening? And then he plays this Green Day song, his ballad. is like, powerful, you can, you know, pick yourself up kind of song. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget standing on 22nd Street hearing this song. Like, again, the story around the music, even if he didn't write the song, is it, just a, I'll never forget it. And I was like, that's a power here. Uh, when Chris Cornell died, I went on Instagram and I saw... All my friends and people I whatever don't know but follow, and they were all posting pictures, R.I.P. Chris, and R.I.P. Chris, and that's beautiful, and you like it. And then you see someone's brunch, and then a sunset, and then whatever. And I thought, man, I got to honor him in another way. This guy, like, taught me to sing. He's the reason I sing, the reason I love music, him and Eddie Vedder. So I went on air. I had 100 people in my room, you know, in, just the invites now for my super fans. And I played Chris Cornell songs for an hour, and I call people other fans like myself that loved him and hey this is the first song i heard it made me feel this then i called a friend of mine who wrote a song with him another friend toured with him as his tech and we were just talking and listening and celebrating the music of chris cornell and to me again it was that group experience that i haven't felt since i was a kid you know at my friend at my partner jason's house listening to nirvana because they were sold out and i couldn't get it so i had to go to his house to listen to the nirvana record and i'll never forget those moments that kind of don't exist anymore and that's that experience is like really, really, really exciting me about the future of Station Head. Mm. Yeah, I like that idea of sort of you're taking the emotion of the past that's gone, like you just said. You, 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 there's infinite supply when you're talking about streaming, yeah. and um, but you're taking that idea and that concept and that feeling and interchanging it with the way the market is today, the way the world is in the 21st century. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. Because, you know, you're right, like that, you know, sitting in a room with someone, that ain't coming back anytime soon. You know, like, that's, that, we have to move on. And uh, that, ex- but that feeling, the feeling is the first time I felt that in a long time. And I, I'm not going to lie, like, I go to the gym and, like, I get, I'm, like, stunted. I, like, there's so much choice now, right? Um, I, 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 the chaos of choice. Like, I, I sit, I, looking at my phone for five minutes, what song am I going to hear? You know, like. <laughs> It's so much choice. I don't even, you know, I miss the days of taking 10 CDs on the road with me, and that's all I got. Right. So, you know, in a way with Station Ed, it's always playing something I want, or I change the station to a friend, and I'm hearing what they're listening to. And the discovery is insane. Like, the stuff I'm, like, finding now. It's just, the whole thing's been really, really, really fun. That's very cool. Um, we have Kellen Barnes here, who is our student co-host tonight. Hello. Oh, cool. And she's- Hey, how's it, how's it going? Pretty good. Nice. Ask him how he's doing. How are you doing? I'm Sorry, doing I wonderful. Make, you're gonna, didn't want to be rude. Much, <laughs> you're going to ask me how much money we're going to make, too? <laughs> Maybe uh, not. No, I asked you how, not how much. We, we do, we do, just for the record, we, have a, we do have great monetization plans, and that's helping us with our with our next round as we're raising money now. So, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, really exciting stuff, but I don't want to bore you with the details. But you... Are you allowed to talk about what your monetization plans are, or that's sort of a secret? Um, I I prefer, yeah, I prefer not to, just because it's part of our kind of NDA deck. But 
there, there are a lot of ways. And if you look at the other formats, you wouldn't, you know, it doesn't take much to think about, you know, on one end, there's so much, so much data that we have. And then on the other end, there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, the kid, if you look at any of these young apps with the kids and how much money they're spending on them, uh, it gets pretty, pretty compelling. Actually, Benji's, Benji's inspiration as an advisor, he, he, he helped, uh, kind of help us figure out a lot of these, these hidden ways that add up to real, real, uh, real money, uh, around music again. And we should, and, 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 and none of it has to do with, you know, touching the music or getting into any of those music rights, which is awesome because we want all the money going to the proper parties to get paid. Mm-hmm. And we should mention when we mentioned, say Benji Rogers, he's the founder of Pledge Music and Pledge oh, Music. Oh, yeah. What a great dude. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And so he's not only real big into the tech world with blockchain, but he's also oh, uh, helped create a company that's all about um, helping people sell more music, not necessarily through crowdfunding, but through creating rewards, buy early and get the stuff, the extra yeah. stuff, merchant, things like part, that. Part of my inspiration uh, was Benji because Benji was a musician, you know, mm-hmm. um, like myself and, and knew a lot of things that maybe just a regular tech guy wouldn't know. And um, for me, we were in stealth mode for almost three years with this idea, building it out. And, uh, and that's hard to do. It's try raising money in a stealth mode. Uh, and, you know, Benji it was on my list of like, I can't wait to show Benji because I sat with Benji early days of Pledge. And I, I did two Pledge campaigns very successfully. Understanding Pledge was what part fans of the really want these days um, to create StationEd. So uh, when I sat with Benji and he liked it, it was like, I felt like I... You know, I felt like a million bucks because it was such a long way coming that I, I was I had to wait for the right moment to show Benji, uh, Benji Rogers. To me, it was he was like the he, he was like my, uh, you know, my idol because he did it. You know, he successfully did this whole mm-hmm. thing, um, and and he's right on. Like you know, the people it, just because they didn't want to buy compact discs anymore, you know, the labels they were all selling a old technology from 1984, whatever it is. And all they wanted in my CD4 was my signature. They wanted the experience. They wanted that pledge thing, right? They wanted to engage with me. So I learned out there, you know, I'm not Bieber. I can't just, like, go play a show and make a ton of money. When I go to, like, Chicago and I have, like, four fans that got caught up at border control, you know, or whatever, like, from Canada, you know, they, they want to come see me play. I'm, I'm sitting there at 3 a.m. in the parking lot playing for these fans, like, engaging them because every fan to me is how I – had the luxury to keep playing music. So I treated them all like my mom, a pop business I was born into, you know, my family's in the jewelry business. Like someone walked into that store to buy a watch or a gift for their daughter. Like they're, they're everything to you. And that's how I feel about everyone that walked into my, my shows. Um, and I took that same mentality trying to create the right experience for station that as well. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Great. I had introduced you to Kellen because she wanted to read a tweet to you that she actually uh. tweeted into us. I, I wrote this myself. Uh. So you actually answered the first half of it, so I'm going to ask the second half. Um, you talked about the number of streams and stuff you get on your app, and I guess my question is how do the number of streams that you get on your app affect the total amount of um, artist streams on Spotify? Sure. So, so um, it's a cool question. And to make sure I understand it correctly, so like, uh, yeah, like if you're if 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 you're listening to Station Head, and they play you know an Ed Sheeran song, and there's five people in this in your station listening, that's five streams to Ed Sheeran. Like you'll see it show up five more streams in Spotify. I apologize about the noise, guys. We're on 23rd Street. That's how we do it. Uh, keep it real. So um, 
every listener. So if you, if you're Ed Sheeran and you play, uh, you know, a Taylor Swift song for a million people, that's a million streams that you'll see instantly uh, be affected. So every listener counts as a stream is is how this works. And it translates directly over to Spotify. Directly. So wow. if you're an indie artist like my partner, you know, I, I could use these big numbers. It's funny because when I did sit with Avery Lippman, who's a big data guy, like he loves the data, right? And uh, I mean, a legend. And um, it, was, it, was, it was quite an honor sitting there and showing him this tech. And, um, you know, I could sit there all day and say, all you need to do is have Taylor Swift, you know, get a million. <laughs> I, 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 I've been on that end. As an artist, you, you, at the height of like the success I've had so far, I've had people sit with me and say, Ryan, just bring on you know, a million people to the, I'm like, if I had a million, you think I'd be sitting here with you, like a million people? So I know that he's been pitched a lot of big things with his big artists. And what I did then was I showed him a tune core. You know what tune core is? Everybody like yeah, yeah. Yes. for indies, right? So I showed him, my partner, Jason, he has a song. He has actually three songs on Spotify, uh, you know, for three years now, four years, maybe four years, he's had he's had songs out there just because he's he likes making stuff and he he has his dreams of being a musician one day and awesome. But he, but he's he's got it in check. He knows what he's good at. Uh, so he had this song on and it's it's probably gotten one or two streams a day for almost four years. His mom and him love that song. <laughs> and one day I had again it was early on. I had 110 people in my station, some early fans on this thing, and I said to everyone, hey, does everyone know my partner Jay's from sitting in the office? I'm going to play his song, Willing, right now. It's a great song, by the way. I kid you not. <laughs> and I play his song, and the next day we go to TuneCore, and sure enough, you see a chart, and if I was with you right now, I would show you. I'll email it to you. It's literally flatlined for four years. Maybe a bump <laughs> on, like, Christmas, right? A Hanukkah. And then, boom, 110 streams a spike. that last night hmm. and then the power of station head and this other thing we created called the bite button it's our version of a retweet right so like when you hit the bite button and you're listening which people did that night they heard jace's song on my station and then 50 or something people i think it was like 53 people fit the song to their station because all these people also have their own stations like and then it's like a retweet right so then even though i never played his song again on my station he averages now every day on his tune core. He went from zero or two. Now every day he gets about 50 to 60 streams a day just because one time I played his song. And this is, again, these are the early private invite beta days, but this, this scales when real influence comes on here, real content, you know, comes on. So now he gets 50 times the amount of streams he ever got because I played his song once and all these people know his songs and they play it on their station. Mm pretty powerful yeah yeah that's crazy oh we have another tweet that we want to read to you it's, it's sort of lengthy um from bianca russo that's right um she asks the station head app uses spotify's api for its music and essentially tells the listeners spotify accounts to play a particular song at the same time does it matter if one listener is on the ad supported version of spotify and another is on the subscription cool uh bianca that's an awesome question that's like a truly smart question, by the way. It's a great question. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It shows you really know the, the, the like my mom would not understand the question, which is <laughs> really smart. Like, like, yeah, my mom's really smart, but like that's that's you got to know the business here. I love this show. So, uh, to answer your question, uh, it's the same. The reason I say it's a very good question, it's smart, is it's the same question that 
that is, you know, one of the top three guys at Spotify asked us when they invited us to their office to, to show them Station Head. Um, and uh, he said to us, uh, again, it, this is one of those things. With our platform, the dream here for me, understand, the vision here is I want the world streaming music. I want them paying for music. I think streaming is uh, amazing. It's the savior to the industry. And if we all, if the world becomes as into it as Sweden already is, then the music industry is forever saved. And, you know, we can, we can, we can start supporting the real artists again and, and take chances on bands like Pearl Jam and Nirvana again and Jeff Buckley, you know, like, like putting money back into the system. Streaming should win. So I want, the vision here is we want everyone paying for streaming. So out of the gate, the vision was, because I was on the road five years ago, six years ago, and I would talk to kids and they'd be like, why would you pay for music? That's like, like silly. Like if you're a sucker. Like you were a sucker if you paid for music. Mm-hmm. That was, the, that was the, 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 the feeling out there in America. Then three years ago, I noticed something different. Kids were on Spotify and they're saying, they weren't saying, why would you pay? When I said, do you pay for Spotify? They said, no, I know I will one day, but I just, I haven't had a reason to yet. We are the reason. We are the human engagement. We're the experience that will get you. I want to hear Ryan talk about Chris Cornell tonight. I'm going to pay for Spotify finally. Um, you know, not not putting commercials up that don't make sense. Like that was that's that, whatever the model is now. When they're we figured out the way to get people to to convert. So, technically, can we make it so there's a free model? And it, yes, but what I, but what I clearly said to Spotify in that meeting was let's not go there because I truly believe this experience is going to be great enough that people will pay. And we've seen that already. I have a friend, he's a platinum selling artist. He, on his Twitter feed, you could go back and he'll say, streaming sucks, it's the end of music, never stream, buy my music, you know, Kmart or whatever it was, wherever you buy, I don't even know where you buy music. And he had that, he went on record denouncing streaming. He tried Station Head, and then he went on the next day and gave 50 codes out because we gave him some invites. And he said, go get Spotify. You got to check me out on station head. And to me, that was the proof. That was the proof that that experience was enough for him to get behind it. And that's what we want. We want all the artists to really have a fun experience on this tech and then, then promote it to their fans. So we don't want to do a free thing. We, we, we want you to have to be a paid streaming subscriber because that's when the music industry wins. And we should say that publicly Spotify has come out and praised you guys. We were at a conference in May, the Music Biz Association Conference, and Troy Carter, who's the, what is he, the head of something? Head of music, head of global music. Oh, yeah. global music. He used to be Lady Gaga's manager and uh, ran Adam Factory and some other stuff. And he spoke very highly of Station Head and thought at the time that that was the coolest app going on. And he that night he had... Um, uh, basically played dj and had a you know 100 some yeah. other followers he said he was up till two or three in the morning using it yeah. so um so that's pretty yeah, cool. I, yeah he, the quote and i know this quote well because it was one of my three moments was i'm addicted to playing dj till 4 a.m every night <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was uh that was killer for us so you brought up joe conyers a very epic moment in station at history uh and i think it was benji actually turned him on to uh Station head early, which is amazing, and then uh, we're, we're we're having some drinks with Joe. He's a brilliant guy, walking us through some you know advisory stuff. And uh, Troy, all of a sudden, Troy is on Troy T R O Y signs up for station head, and we're looking at each other, go Troy, Troy, like who's Troy, you know? <laughs> and it's you know at this point we're a few drinks in. It's two a.m. 
and we are high-fiving. It was like, you know, Madonna just, like, showed up at your show or something. Like, it was just this, it was so awesome. We're losing our mind. The bar is playing it through their system. We're like, that's Troy Carter. There were kids on there saying, like, yo, check out my band, and he was checking out the music, playing Prince, talking to kids, and he wrote Best New App, and that's when our life changed. That's when it, like, went to the next level, and we've been in that, in that for, you know, riding that wave, um, you know, for, for quite some time. And Troy has been just incredible. I mean, he's, he's, he's been, like, uh, our champion and kind of just, you know, my life hasn't been the same since uh, Troy came on Station Ed. And for him to publicly talk about it was great, and that's what gave for us to billboard covering us in such a big way and kind of vetting our our concept, you know, which is really powerful for us right now. Mm-hmm. And we should say, um, I did. I, I went on Spotify and looked up Ryan Adam. I'm sorry, Ryan Adams. <laughs> Ryan Starr, the artist. And before I started streaming your stuff this afternoon, I spent about an hour and a half streaming your music, which is good, by the way. Uh, so you much. should be very proud, you and your mother. And um, <laughs> and and before I started streaming, your, I added up the the total number of streams of your top ten songs on Spotify were over 17.7 million total streams. So you've gotten some love through streaming. Now, and you already said it, but most people would hear that, wow, 17, almost 18 million streams. He's got to be a millionaire, right? And the answer to that is... <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. The answer, the answer is Ryan quietly laughs. Uh, there is money there. There, there, is a lot of, there is a lot of money there. I mean, a million streams could you know, bring it up. Uh, thousands of dollars uh, to your bank account. Uh, that's over a lot of time and, and different master owners on those songs. Um, what, what's more, what's more worthy noting is that those numbers you just read, they translate to money in my account. Whether it's I'm a millionaire yet or not, uh, isn't as important as that is money. If you go to my YouTube, if you go to those same songs on YouTube worldwide, every kid that's ever uploaded anything with my music, it will be. It, it will it will dwarf that number uh, incredibly. I, I don't know the, the stats, but over a hundred million for sure. I mean, the amount of music that I don't get paid for is is just not right in this world. I mean, that's just like and the cool the crazy thing is a kid will put up. There's kids that have put up animated videos of my songs that have more hits on YouTube, millions of hits for my own video that I put up doesn't even have as many as they have. But yet, I don't go and run and pull it off because I've been trained that exposure, maybe they'll buy a T-shirt, maybe they'll come back to me, exposure is exposure. We've been kind of like trained to think that music is free. It's been so devalued in that way. It's like become water, you know, like we just, we expect it to be there. And that's, that's what needs to change. And, I, and I'm really excited that it is changing. I think the light at the end of the tunnel is those kids I met on the road that said, I will pay. I just haven't had a reason to yet. Station Head's vision is that, you know, and, and kind of mission is that we are the reason they will pay and go there for their content. Mm-hmm. We, I want to give, uh, read, um, Kellen's going to read a tweet to you, and then I'm going to tell you what happened. Yeah, the, Lu- the Louisa tweet. Okay. Then I'm going to explain to you, if you haven't already heard, what, what happened with this tweet today. Okay. Okay. Um, so this woman said, my son is an artist. His name is Matt Hunter. He's trying to make a station head account, but he needs an invite. And, ah, and okay. so she, and she tweeted that to me. And yeah. within minutes, 
uh, a guy who works with you um, at Murr Levin, Levison, Murray. Cool. Um, he wrote, immediately wrote back and said, you know, use the code Murray, all caps, and then for her to DM him. Um, the woman's son is actually a, a pretty big artist in uh, Latin America. He's a, he's a Colombian uh, singer, and he's like uh, he's an actor, right? Is he an actor? Marconi, is he I don't know actor? if he's an actor. We don't know that. Yeah. He's an actor, too. Yeah, we heard about him today. Uh, oh, okay. Then I, you know. Yeah, yeah, well, this is a small company, man. Like, we don't mess around. Like, that, <laughs> that, that, like I said before, the, the, the value of this, this is not like some tech random black hole. Like, the human element in this is our whole, like, you know, it's our canvas to, to make this great. The community. If you told me tomorrow, no offense to Ed Sheeran, if you told me Ed Sheeran's going to come on and blow this up with his millions of people, cool. Like, I'm not going to front. Like, cool. But you told me some kid, right, uh, Matt Hunter, you know, like wanted to get in and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get him in, obviously, and we've already started that. Um, to me, that's more important because we're building a community. Like, we're building – I wake up every day and we sit in the office every day. We're a plus in a plus-minus world. And when you give people a voice, you know, like, it's a big responsibility. So we're doing everything in our power to build this community from a positive place from the beginning. And it starts with real people that want to have their voice and promote music and share that experience. So um, the reason why, yeah, Mer Levison reached out is because he's part of our team, and he follows that same vision. And we found out a kid wants to get on, he's going to get on. And we talked about him before, and I think it's an awesome story. I love that you just brought him up. Um, and not only that, we're going to super serve him. We're going to treat him the way I treat my fans that I need to survive with and, 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 and feel like they're behind my journey. So this kid wants a station. He wants, what does he need from us? How are we going to support him? Like, what is, what, what is, what are we giving him? It's not, hey, come on our platform so we can, like, get big off of your following and your talents and your content. It's how can we help you become whatever you want to become on this platform? And that's kind of built into our system, and that's why Murray found uh, that tweet today. And, and just as sort of an aside, so you are aware, if you're going to actually super serve him, one thing you should know is he has a lot of fans in Mexico, and um, his the woman who tweeted on his behalf is his mother, but she's also working with him, and she's actually taking MBA classes in the music business here. And she spent a lot of time yesterday because of the big earthquake in Mexico. Uh, she oh and God. Matt were doing lots of uh, interacting on social media, lots of uh, direct messaging and IMing and everything with a lot of people in Mexico who were very concerned about what was going on. And, of course, Matt wow. and his mother were very concerned about these are a lot of core fans. And they wanted right. to reach out to the head of fan clubs and make sure they were healthy and, and, and wow. safe and all that kind of stuff. So um, mm -hmm. the whole Mexico thing, I, I don't know. There's, there might be something there in terms of super serving and hitting an international yeah. audience and all that. But something to uh, throw yeah. in the back of your head. No, that's awesome. Thank you for, and, for, for mentioning that. It's really cool. And, and just be, before, we still have about eight minutes or so. Um, two lessons so far before we, we continue that that you've, you've kind of led us on in our journey with you tonight um one you mentioned way in the beginning you didn't say it flat out like this but it's the whole don't burn bridges you you as an artist you were an artist on island you were an artist on on atlantic which is part of the Warner music group and island's part of the universal music group and then since then you mentioned you've, you've developed partnerships with people who you knew back in your in your day you know when oh, you yeah. were signed to those labels and now you're working with these guys from on a different side of the table and uh, I think that's something that people really need to understand. Plus, you said you were learning the business along the way, too. So people need to course, understand yeah. that 
you know, you as an artist, you didn't work in a, you mentioned earlier, a silo. You, you know, you were thinking and you were developing those relationships. So that was lesson number one. And then lesson number two we just uh, talked about is here's somebody who reached out to you on social media and you guys responded right away. So just the whole idea of uh, one fan at a time, pretty much, which you just talked about and engaging with people yeah. and listening and giving them what they want. I mean, that's two things right there that, are, that I think are huge for listeners to, to think about and know cool. about. That's cool. It's cool you bring that up and, and put it like that. I guess, I guess, uh, now to make me think about it, I think if you're going to have, I guess, these social accounts, if you're not talking to the people and not answering them, then you're just like it's one-sided. You're just like listening to yourself talk. I want to, I want to broadcast this out and like, you know, you're going to listen to me because I'm that important to be heard. Um, which also is is. is uh, inherent in station ed which is the idea that you can call up to three other people on air with you you have a conversation together instead of just yelling at somebody which is powerful um the other thing is yeah so you take that responsibility so you, you do want to reach out to them and have a communication otherwise why do you have these platforms that you're 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 you're, you're saying you're available or, or you can engage um and i and i and i and i'm proud of that um the other the other thing you mentioned is the burning bridges and yeah i guess anyone listening i mean you know plenty of people have told me they can go f you know off or whatever like uh you know yeah i i i don't have that i'm not that kind of person and if you are that kind of person where you're gonna hold the grudge and you're gonna do that thing and i you know and a lot of people are they just they're just like that really 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 try to take yourself out of it and look at the big scope of life you know um i've been in positions look i've heard i've heard the words it's just business more times as a musician than I ever heard as a business guy now. Um, and every time I heard those words, it's just business. What it really meant was I am personally going to hurt you and your family <laughs> and your future. And, and I'm okay with that. And that's our, somehow that's our society's excuse. Our, our, our get out of jail free card for being a bad person is to just say it's just business and then people are cool. And I, per, I mean, I'm getting like choked up even talking about like, I, I, cannot i can't subscribe to that i don't believe that so i can't change their mind in wanting to hurt me but i can not sign them off and instead i can find another way in years later in this case and i'll tell you a quick story that if you if you are that kind of person just just think twice about it because um for record label deals right like i've had a lot of i've had a lot of relationships and most of them ended poorly to be dropped from four or, or moved on from four label deals. Um, so now I have this idea that is in line with what these people need and want because we're going to increase bottom lines for a lot of people. This station is not a zero-sum game. Everyone wins in this, in this, in this uh, equation here. And I have people that have let me go off their, their, their labels um, and are now, you know, texting me at 1130 at night. And... <laughs> wanting to be involved in the company. And when I walked in their, their door to show them this, they took the meeting and they, they heard what I had to say and was able to be moved, um, you know, by the vision. And if I held that grudge, um, sometimes rightfully so, if I held that grudge, uh, I wouldn't have, I, I, I most definitely wouldn't be speaking to you guys right now about, about the future station. Mm. And so that's just some personal advice and it takes a lot, trust me, uh, you know? Especially when your art's attached to it, it takes a lot. That hurts the heart, and I know what anyone's been through on the artist side when 
when it's just business. Yeah. Any thoughts of uh, moving this into the video realm? Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, we technologically um, have abilities to do that. Um, we, we talk sometimes about exclusive stuff or not like just more special occasions, something like that. But we are so I'm such a believer of this old behavior that that if you're over 30 like me, you would call radio. If you're under 30, um, like, you know, what we told Tuma Boss of Rap Caviar when Troy got him on the app, we said, turn your playlist on, you know, like, like, like mm -hmm. turn it on. We don't use the word radio. We say, take that cool experience of, of curated playlists and turn on, talk over it and call the weekend up on your Friday and talk about the new song and engage with your fans and know who they are and listen to their stations. I mean, turn it on. So I believe there's a lot of power between some punk rock kid attitude and some punk rock music. And that's why our slogan is talk hard. Um, it's it, 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 the, the voice. The voice is a powerful thing. Um, and, and we, we, we really are specific to that right now. And, and, uh, making sure that people know that's our, that's our thing. And you can check your email, Instagram while on station. <laughs> hmm. And, and right now you are only available on iOS. You're not available on Android yet. Uh, I know it's so hard. Yo, tech is hard. That's the other takeaway from tonight. <laughs> we have a great team. We're moving as fast and, but everything is just, you know, you gotta make these decisions of what's most important next. Apple integration is uh, done as of tomorrow, uh, fingers crossed. We've been working really hard at that, so you'll be able to sign with your Apple and your Spotify. Uh, next after that is Android Build, because it's like 70% right now is Android users. So, you know, we, this is for everybody, so we can't, we can't be specific. We want to be agnostic on all platforms and all devices. So uh, the Android uh, Build is coming next, and hopefully we can plow through that. we got a great team. All right. Well, this has been a great call. We actually have to wrap everything up because, yep. Ryan, it's just business. You know, we just yeah. got to cut <laughs> you. You're done. We have to drop you from uh, from the stage. Five years from now, I'm going to come at you. Ah. <laughs> the, really with, great. Because <laughs> Steve Van Zant, you guys can bring um, some metal bats and just hit me in the knee. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, my God. Ryan Starr, everybody should uh, check out Station Head. They should go to Spotify and they should listen to his music and give him some love. It's it's very good. Like it's something mm -hmm. I, I'm a little older than you and I, I totally dig your your music. So I was uh, I actually saved a couple uh -huh. songs to my own curated playlists today because I liked it. So that's awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, my new song "Don't Give Up" uh, is pretty powerful and I'm really into that. And the Angels and Animals record is the most. Uh, I'm most proud of that, and I feel like no one ever really got to hear it. Uh, but that, that's a record. It's a real story from beginning to end. I will also say, for anyone listening, uh, use the code. If you type in RSTAR, uh, 1159RSTAR1159, that will get you in. Uh, we'll be opening out of the private invite soon. But for anyone listening, for you guys, use RSTAR1159, RSTAR1159. We'll get you into Station Ed to try it out and shoot me up. I mean, you'll follow for our star. We could talk. We could be talking in ten minutes. It'd be great. Well, I'll see you there. <laughs> That's great. Very, <laughs> we appreciate yeah. that. So, Ryan Star, thank yes, you. Yes, yes. One or more.
Have a great day, Ryan. Appreciate it. Yeah. I love you guys. Thank you so much. We love you, but not in that way. <laughs> Peace. Take care, man. And then uh, we want to thank Kellen Barnes for being here with us tonight. Yes. Great student co-host. Thank you. Me. Yes, it was great to have you. We want to thank Ashley Weltner for making things happen behind the board and getting that phone to work and getting rid of the feedback. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ashley mm-hmm. Weltner. Great experience for her. And we should th- always thank Dr. Stephen Marconi because he's yes. so awesome. Well, thank you, my co-host, my excellent co-host with that velvet voice it is, it's, it's you want to tell them who's going to be on next week next week our guest is aaron jacobson and she calls herself the music industry lawyer oh gosh looking forward to that you've been listening to music biz one or more on, yeah. da- on bravery radio at the end of every show we don't say hello marconi you know what we say 88.7 <laughs> <laughs> At the end of every show, we say, yeah. I can't remember when you looked at me and cried, said something broke inside of me.